0: You're listening to episode number 384 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen,
1: we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas
0: functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front.
1: That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara.
2: The MGM
0: Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I
1: want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front.
2: Good luck.
0: Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
2: Kickin' ass in Vegas.
0: Vegas, baby.
2: Vegas, baby.
0: Welcome to
1: Las Vegas. It's funny, I said it earlier this week on Twitter, but I'll say it here. Two years ago, I had zero tattoos.
2: Oh, for the longest time, it wasn't even, you had zero, it was... You were like, "There's no way I'd never, I'd never go." I,
1: I couldn't fathom a scenario in which I would get a tattoo. Today, I have five of them, and I'm binge watching Ink Masters.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I I saw you. I saw that
1: uh, on Twitter this
0: week, and I could not be more uh, supportive of your reasoning why you've added these last couple of tattoos. Yeah. You know, in the last what, probably six months or so. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's absolutely awesome. And, um, and, and that's cool, man. That is, that is super cool. Anything, you know, whatever it takes. And, and, and do you want, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about this on the podcast, but is there something about those tattoos specifically? I mean, when you look down at them, does that, does that immediately, I don't know, calm you or put you in a, in a different sort of like, ah oh, Yeah. You know what? I'm good. I, I've, I've learned to live with it. I mean, is there, is there something, uh, um, immediately gratifying
1: about when you see these new, do you have any scars? I've none. Okay. So I've got tons from getting hurt as a kid, you know, I've got them on my face and stuff. Um, and that's kind of what it felt like was, um,
2: No, but he's, he's asking like, when you look at him now, does it, does it give you a sense of Calming, or like, what do you feel? Right, right. I'm saying it it? isn't. I'm saying that
1: it's similar to um, when I would get stitches, and I've got a scar. Like I'll always remember what happened with those scars, Mm. and it's the same thing. These are just artful scars that I've put on myself to document the journey that I've been going through since being diagnosed bipolar.
2: Right. Sure. Sure. All right. So yeah, Great. they've,
1: they've I, look, I look on them very fondly. Well, but
2: I think, I That's think it cool. also helps you remember how far you've come because, yes. because the, the reminder that they give you is like when things were so bad. Right. I mean, especially the, the first
1: two. that Yeah. You the got. first two were rock bottom.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and you know, the fact that you have the tattoos instead of actual scars or right. you're mm-hmm. not here yeah. is the whole, yeah, the whole Fortunately, point of i so a cutter. It's a, they're positive right. things.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep,
0: and and Karen, what was your what was your very sweet and kind comment that you said? You said, "I totally support it, so long as <laughs> he, he's not getting one on his head." <laughs> exactly.
1: I, loved it. I, just, loved it. I was like, "So you're saying I can get a throat tet?" No,
2: no. <laughs> nope. Nope. Anything above uh, from the collarbones up is completely off limits. <laughs> That's, great. That's great. Like I said, you you can cover yourself pretty much everywhere else with them, and man, have we seen some some. Scary ones lately, but um,
1: yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people take their career very seriously. <laughs>
2: not even, not wow. even that. Well, because you were watching actually one of the Ink Masters uh, I saw a clip of. There was a guy that came in and wanted a tattoo, like well, he wanted his whole head tattooed. Yeah. And the guy was shaking so violently in the chair and actually ended up passing out.
1: Yeah, they had to the take pain. him to the hospital because his so blood took- pressure dropped so low. Yeah.
2: And I'm like, why would you? No shit, because there's nothing there. There's, there's like it's got skin, the nerve, nerve endings, endings and that's bone. That's why
1: anytime you, you smack your head and get a cut on your head, why it bleeds so bad. There's yeah. so many nerve right. endings there.
2: I just, yeah, the thought of getting a head. Oh, and the, there was another guy. This one was so stupid. He came in and he had a full head of hair, but he was coming in to get a head right, tattoo. And he said, basically, I want it to look like I have hair even when I don't. Oh, geez, and I'm like, what th- the fuck is the point of that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he never had, well, I was going to say he never has to get a haircut again, but he's still going to have to shave it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: exactly. Yep. That's, it's, oh. And then what even if he got what he asked for, even when he shaved his head, he'd still look like he had hair.
0: Right. I know. <laughs> so <right>? why, <laughs> why exactly. go through all this? Hair? You have the hair. Like it's, it wasn't like yeah, he was even balding. Effectively doubled the amount of work you now have. To right. Raise. Exactly. And it
2: wasn't like he was balding or anything. He literally sure. had a full head of hair. You know, I could see if somebody maybe getting a little thinner thought, okay, let's try and disguise this and blend it up a little bit. You know, they're they're doing some pretty amazing things with texture on tattoo these days. But yeah, that one was just
0: crazy. (laughs) Well, listen, we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with
1: Random Vegas. Dancing dealers at one popular Fremont Street Casino bring in upwards of $1,800 a week in tips. That's twice what regular dealers make. We got that from Ant Las Vegas locally. Uh, I can't say I'm surprised. Well, no, I mean, that's that's significant. They're
2: working hard for it too. They should get paid. I more. know it's a good yeah.
1: point. Yeah, they've got to work out and dance every uh, every. Yeah.
2: Right, and keep themselves in shape. And otherwise, the rest right. of the dealers just either sit behind a table or don't behind a table.
1: Right, right. No, that's good for them. Good for them. Next up, twit pick of the week. If you can't be on the strip, at least you get a great view of it. At Maverick Heli gives us a gods view of the Stratosphere Tower. Well, maybe not a God's view, considering you can get a view like this via Apple Maps. Either way, it's a great pick because it showcases all the stuff that make all the stuff properties make a concerted effort to hide from the guest view. Personally, I'm attracted to said views because it's like stepping behind the scenes. I really enjoy seeing how the magic is created.
2: Well, and this is a little bit different from for Stratosphere because the top of it is kind of a big seller for them. Right. So even when you're up there, you can see the top of the buildings and how boring they are and everything else.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah,
1: I just always just, get a kick out of seeing the rows mm-hmm. of air conditioning units. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> These massive machines.
0: <laughs> oh, God, it just, I'm, I'm such a scaredy cat as it comes to heights. Just looking at this uh, picture just makes me woozy. And the thought of you guys <laughs> standing at the edge there, or at least Karen, I, I think Mark, you did it as well, jumping yeah. off a perfectly sound structure. <laughs> yes, <we did>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll never be able to I'd
2: uh, do it again too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll find, uh, listen, we, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We will feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, so this has been making some giant uh, news, uh, uh, not just in Vegas, but I've, I've seen it on all of the oh, yeah. like today's show, um, Good Morning America, as well as even our local Lansing news. Adele has a residency.
1: After years of speculation and rumor, Caesars Entertainment announced that Adele will be the newest headliner to play the Coliseum. Her residency, titled Weekends with Adele, will start Friday, January 21st at 8pm and repeat almost every weekend through Saturday, April 16th. How much it would cost to lure her to the Coliseum was not disclosed. Pre-order tickets have been reported as high as $35,000.
2: Wow. I, I saw one article that said she was going to make $2 million a show.
1: I saw that. Dude. I saw that same article. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. That's, well, and I guess particularly why I have such great respect for Adele and, and pulling in that kind of money is my understanding is she hadn't put out a new album in Six quite years. a few. Yeah, yeah. 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 Six years. Is that what you said, Karen?
2: Yeah. Well, it, it's easy because she, she, she names her album, the Ages. of the age that she is when they go out. So her last one was 24 uh, and this album
0: is 30. Oh, shut
1: up. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: I know.
2: I, I know. Right. Yeah.
1: I am. I am this
0: day old. Knowing
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's, cool. So the, that's how it, Well, yeah. like the, so she did a TV special that was a mix of a concert and her interview with Oprah, which, you know, was, was really, you know, Oprah might be a lot of things, but she's actually a pretty good interviewer. I think, yeah. um, And, you know, so I think that was all kind of building up to this hype. I think what's interesting about this is that, you know, again, she's at the Coliseum and she's not at Resort World, which is where everybody's going to. Right. So I I think it was a huge get for El Dorado to, Mm -hmm. you know, get her locked in there. And supposedly I've heard it's going to be like a three or four year residency
1: yes I did I did hear that rumor
2: so that's why I'm like let's we'll just sit back and wait a little while those ticket prices uh, will come down eventually
0: know, right? 100% Karen that is that is because <laughs> listen I wouldn't inherently be opposed to going and seeing her in concert but uh, not based on some of the prices that I've seen getting posted on Twitter and whatnot now right. I appreciate people can cherry pick what they want uh, to post to Twitter but it certainly sounds like it is not an inexpensive show to go see Mm-mm. right
1: next up is the ABBA Voyage it's being reported that an ABBA hologram show is coming to Vegas. Currently, three major properties—Caesars, MGM, and Resort, Resorts World—are bidding for the production rights. The show was filmed over the, the course of five weeks with the members of ABBA performing in motion capture suits in front of 160 cameras. It's believed the Vegas residency will begin in 2024. All right, so here's like I—I I was like I didn't know ABBA was dead. They're not, you know, and they're like, no, no, they're, they're not. all just—they just thought this would be a fun idea. Instead I know. of them going on in concert, those holograms can go in concert. Like, okay.
2: Well, and then what seems crazy to me about it is, so now artists don't even have to show up to do a concert. <laughs> right. They'll have they—they they work and create this hologram and just sit back and, and create the money from the show tickets. Right. I mean, That's uh, granted, awesome. I'm I'm sure there's some cost going into bill it, billing it, but. And I guess the other thing is, too, is with some, because ABBA's, you know, they've been around a while, so they're not exactly young spring chickens anymore. Was the last
1: time they put a hit album out. Either that or ABBA's one of these bands that. Like corn is, where they're an anomaly. Like they just they stay together forever, and they're just constantly making music. So all the ABBA fans are like, "What are you talking about? They just came out with an album last year." Yeah, that
2: could be, but it's still to me, it's more of like you know they're not getting any younger. So this way, they could put younger versions of themselves on stage (laughs) that would be able to you know jump around and dance or whatever they did versus the older version that's more likely to just sort of sit there a little more sedate. So it might be a better show production. Right. Plus, they don't have to show how maybe not well they've aged. Right. And I don't
0: there know. But yeah. Speaking of maybe how not well they aged, I'm, I'm going way off script here. I don't know if you guys caught it or not. For the first time ever, I finally watched one of those live in front of a studio audience uh, remakes where they take present day big-named actor and a- actors and actresses and they have them recreate right and redo a television didn't show from the do, 70s and 80s. They
2: did different strokes and Facts of Life, did didn't they? they? Really? This
0: week. Yep. This yes, week. they did. And they this this had um, Jennifer Aniston uh, playing Blair Warner on uh, Facts of Life and I had oh, two observations. Hilarious. Number one is um, Jennifer Aniston and wait for this, gang. Hold on to your seats. If you're driving, listening to this podcast, you may need to pull over all right i double check this. jennifer aniston is the same age currently as we record this on december 10th 2021 she is the same age now as charlotte ray was when she first started to play mrs garrett on different strokes
2: oh hmm. wow yeah His different strokes is before yeah. facts of life right right
0: yeah, it was so it was uh different strokes and then they they had a spin off of, of Facts of life. And so that and it, it, they actually created that show for Charlotte Ray. Um but it 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 blew my mind because I remember being a kid watching uh different strokes and and um and Facts of Life in syndication, I might have been old enough to catch maybe the last couple seasons of Different Strokes and and Facts of Life a, a, on as original run shows, but by and large, I knew those programs from um, from you know after school four o'clock in the afternoon type television programs, and I just remember thinking that Mrs. Garrett was so old at the time, and now here somebody that I grew up watching specifically Jennifer Aniston uh, playing. Mrs. uh, playing uh, uh, Blair Warner but she's actually the age of Mrs. Garrett was mind blowing. Secondarily I don't know that I would have recognized Jennifer Aniston she has had so much plastic surgery done she looks like one of those um, spy versus spy spies from Mad (laughs) Mad TV uh, Mad um, Magazine it's just it's but it was so you know like, it, it channeled me back to my, my youthful days. I just, it made me happy. <laughs> okay, this does not make me happy to talk about Bally's shooting.
1: A Las Vegas teenager was arrested this week for attempted murder after he shot another man in front of the CVS at Bally's, paralyzing him from the waist down. The victim saw the suspect having an argument with another person and stuck his nose where it didn't belong. <laughs> oh. uh, when he turned around, he was shot. Surveillance. I'm not kidding. This is why I don't help people. For yeah, I any, know. I don't even attempt to help. Like somebody, I, I like I. I let Alistair down once where a uh, 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 a hooker kind of tackled <laughs> him, onto him. Yeah, and, and he's looking at me for help, and I'm like, what? The, what am I going to do? <laughs> what do I tackle her? I don't. I don't understand what happens in this situation.
2: Well, and yeah, and you don't know these days, especially you don't know if somebody right has a gun or if they're on something or what that might be. So yeah, Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I mean, again, it's. I. I give the victim credit for wanting to help, uh, and I feel awful that this happened. But yeah, this is this well, is one of the people. reasons why you try to you know if you're seeing an issue, step back and yeah,
1: mind your call
2: 911 yeah, or something, absolutely. and yeah. you know. Maybe if you want to, if you feel the need to help, keep a safe distance and watch.
1: <laughs> Yell. Hey, I'm serious. Stop yeah. it.
2: Or, or get out your phone because then you're recording evidence of what happens. Right. And if something bad happens to somebody else, you've oh, got proof yeah, right. that yeah, you yeah. can hand over. See,
1: my mind doesn't immediately go to start recording video like everybody does now. Well, and
2: I don't, mine doesn't either because generally I don't like it. I think people do it way too often. Yeah. Um, but in a situation like this, if you're worried that something's going to happen and you're worried for your own safety, if you step in. Then that to me seems a safe option as long as the crazy person doesn't see you recording and come after you. <laughs>
1: right. That's exactly. true too. God that is true too. <laughs> yeah. Surveillance video from the CVS captured the fight, shooting and fleeing of the gunman. So How about the I-15 expansion? Worst transition ever. <laughs> <laughs> Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak is partnering with California Governor Gavin Newsom, announced that they will be adding a third lane on the I-15 to help with traffic issues to those returning to California on Sunday. The trip time from California to Las Vegas typically takes 4.5 hours. On Sunday, that the travel times take up to 10 hours or more. The project is expected to begin in the spring of 2022 and completed by the summer. Additional plans to address the issues are still in talks. California will put $12 million into the project. No word how expensive the entire project will be. Long-term solutions may include support to build the often reported high-speed rail system between LA and Vegas. To date, the project has been unable to get funding and have not even broken ground.
2: And it's funny because I was thinking about, oh, yeah, there's another solution, this high rail thing, because I heard it brought up again this week somewhere. I think the governors were talking about, oh, we're even one step closer to this or whatever. And I heard, uh, I think it was a local, one of the local newscasters made the comment about, you know, I moved out here in 19, I think he said 1987. And he's like, they have been talking about this high speed train
1: since he's been right. out here <laughs> and
2: nothing's happened it's like why is this going to be any different i think it was one of, i think they were generally on a conversation about you know what do you feel like uh, you've been lied to the most just as a general public and so the Fontainebleau project came up um because you know it's it's gonna happen and it's gonna happen and not happen and then the, the the high speed rail was like the second one that they talked about
1: do you think it'll ever happen like i think about the the uh, observation wheel, the high roller, like that was something that was talked about for like 10, 15 years before it ever before it actually happened.
2: Well, I guess that the difference with the high roller was that you had a possibility to make money with that. Mm-hmm. You know, expanding the I-15. Yeah,
1: there's you don't. no return on investment.
2: Right. At the high speed rail, okay, you could charge people, but are enough people going to use it? Especially if you're picking them up in where, where are the I want to say Bakersfield. I don't think that's it, mm-hmm. but they're not exactly picking you up in like. A convenient area of los angeles or dropping you off in a convenient area of nevada right you know so it's like
1: where does it where would it drop it, you I off thought, right
2: i don't remember the name because it's not a place that we've ever been to or i know much about but it's <laughs> okay. not it's someplace outside of vegas and then you would have to figure out how to get from from there to las vegas mm-hmm. um, which is part of the problem so uh you know i don't know
0: i don't i don't know it, 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 I gotta concede granted this is a guy from the Midwest making this observation but it really does surprise me that they, that someone doesn't see and no doubt people much much smarter than me have put pen to paper and figured out it's just not a financially uh, valuable thing to provide but it would seem like it, there would be a lot of money to be had if you had a, a, a central pickup spot somewhere in the southern California LA area Mm -hmm. that dropped you off somewhere around the general uh, Vegas area. You might need to Uber or they may want to build a a parking deck. I, you know, I don't know, but I'm because I'm spitballing here. But it seems like for me, I would think if I lived in L.A., man, I'm only a four and a half hour drive like it is closer to drive from L.A. to Vegas than it is to drive from Lansing to Louisville. And I do Louisville. Two, three, four times a year, you know, with minimal, if any, real pre-planning to do it. Right. And you're telling me the population of Vegas could get to, uh, uh, excuse me, of L.A. could get to Vegas in an hour and a half less time than it takes me to get there. But then I would think about that 10 plus hour return, return drive yeah. and I'd be like, you know what, screw it, I'll hang home this weekend. Right, yeah. 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 So why not create something? I've heard something people say that
2: they would rather hop a plane. From LA to Vegas. Then drive back. Then have to worry about driving because the the flying, you know, there's only X number of people that are going to be in a plane. The plane's going to take off and get there in, you know, 45 minutes or whatever it is versus...
1: Uh, Yeah. You would think a puddle hop like that would be totally worth it. Totally worth the investment to avoid that headache. Right. I, it just I, I would be more than happy to pay, even if it wasn't. I'm making this
0: number up, but even if it was, say, $85 round trip or 100 bucks round trip to take this high-speed rail from LA to Vegas, it's still ha- a, a a portion of whatever you're you're airline ticket would be to try to fly and i guess the major question that and then i'll i promise we can move on is to say there must be some sort of cost benefit analysis people have done that have said i guess i would rather just sit in 10 hours of traffic
2: i don't think anybody says that but i yeah you have to know you'd have to time how you came out because i've also heard that like monday mornings are bad too like people, people
1: who are trying to avoid Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but I heard Monday mornings are bad. Yeah. But we did we did the opposite trip though, um, a couple of months ago. So we, I,
1: I did the research. <laughs> yeah, but we
2: we dro- on Friday night we drove to L.A. and then we came back Monday morning.
1: Right. And And
2: okay. uh, we had no problems yep. whatsoever. Not until we got. I mean, once you got into L.A., you had to deal with L.A. traffic. But right. um, sure. other than that, there were no issues. And I don't recall seeing like a huge line of cars either um, as we were coming back. But Yeah. If it's Sunday that normally backs up, then we missed that. completely.
0: All right. Tell me about the Miracle Mile renovation.
1: It was announced this week that Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood will undergo extensive renovations to both the interior and exterior starting in 2022 until the spring of 2023. Once complete, it will have new flooring, lighting, ceilings, seating, and a new sound system. Also, the rainstorm attraction uh, that includes thunder, lightning, and fog will be enhanced the exterior will be modernized and include new led s- digital signs and screens. Hmm. It's funny that they're finally, well for one Well so my, my first question is so much for the uh, are they going to for the re- rumor that they were going to sell it and then for two we we've they've been under renovation before and they stopped and that's, didn't complete That's okay it. <laughs> so that
2: was my question. Are they actually going to renovate the whole thing?
1: Right. I hope Or so. are they
2: going to leave the part that's still the desert passage, still the desert passage and just do Whatever the Miracle Mile shops. <laughs> Hopefully
1: not. Hopefully I mean, they'll finally complete this time.
2: Yeah, but I I, I think did, that
1: fell apart because they were they were renovating it, but when they ended up getting bought out, so I think they just kind of. It gave still up drives me Athens. crazy every time you walk through there because it it's so me. dramatically different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I stepped into Casa Bonita or something. <laughs> <laughs> Casa,
2: Casa Bonita.
1: Casa. Huh? Casa. Whatever. <laughs> That's fine.
2: Yeah, I do think to your point, this this really kind of shuts down a lot of these rumors that planet hollywood is one of them up for sale
1: yeah that would be weird if they if they sold it while they were doing but i'm it's not like it's not possible i just i think this is a good indication that they're they're gonna keep that property
2: right unless you know once it's renovated if it will fetch a higher price right
1: Who knows? yeah maybe
0: next up is emmett's las vegas
1: former dallas cowboy emmett smith is opening a new thirty thousand square foot restaurant in vegas in twenty twenty two Specifically, it will be located at the Fashion Mall in the space recently vacated by the Sugar Factory. It will be two stories. The first will offer dining, while the second floor will feature the, quote, Players Lounge, a large space to watch sports during the day. At night, it turns into an Ultra Lounge named Club 22. No word exactly when in 2022 uh, it will open. This is going in the space where Toby Keith's thing was.
2: No, it says it's where Sugar Factory was. Oh,
1: duh. duh, I'm thinking of somebody else. You just said that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know that anything means- about what kind of food it's going to be or yeah, anything like that. I so know. I'm it, just like,
1: there's a lot. Of- I mean, good
2: for him if he's if he can open a spot and thirty thousand square feet. I'm questioning that a little bit.
1: Right, it seems stories. like
0: a lot of space. Yeah,
2: but mm, <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think that space is thirty thousand square feet. Yeah, I I may have to do oh. some some checking into that unless he's taking up something next to it as well and that like the main space is is the old sugar factory
1: right but I
2: don't, I don't, I don't think that <laughs> one's
1: 30,000 square feet <laughs> Interesting.
0: well that's going to do it for news why don't we move into prop bets for those of you unfamiliar prop bets is an extension of the news but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items first up Cirque's MGM grand show Ka has returned to performing making all the Cirque shows in Vegas back you know for those that actually survived the pandemic shutdown now as a reminder the uh, Cirque show at New York New York it was Zumanity that one didn't survive and has been
1: closed for good
2: I'm excited that Ka's coming back yeah yeah we can actually get you to go see it yep It was confirmed this week that the Strat is closing the MJ Live production at the property, despite what are reported as strong sales. The show will relocate to the Tropicana Tropicana on New Year's.
1: That sounds like Tropicana is getting a good show then, finally.
2: Yep, and I personally think that the Tropicana is probably a better location for drawing people in than the Strat is.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Area 15 is screening Tim Burton's *The Nightmare Before Christmas* in their immersive projection map screening room for the holidays. Tickets are forty dollars for adults and include a specialty cocktail inspired by the film. Children's tickets cost twenty bucks.
2: I don't know that I've ever seen that all the way through.
1: Well, we've got it on uh, Disney Plus.
2: Yeah, I might have to sit down
1: and watch. I think that. it's okay. Like people love it, and and I don't I don't want to say anything negative or disparaging. Well, about Well, no,
2: it. I I think that um, there's a lot of people that just love. Um,
1: Tim Burton,
2: yeah, his his look and his feel and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, don't, yeah, maybe we'll have to sit down and actually watch it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Karen, you are in good company. I have never seen the movie either. <laughs> uh, I remember it came out round about my know, eighth grade year of. Junior high, and I'm also showing my age by calling it junior high. I guess it's middle school now. Um, but <laughs> uh, it's a I had a thing friend of mine; and she was no, really like into the whole oh, goth laughing. thing. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, when when we were in eighth grade, and she just raved about this this movie. And frankly, my wife, who is the the antithesis of, of a goth girl, raves about the movie. She's she's surprised that I've never seen it and mm-hmm. thinks that it's a little bit of um, a heresy that I've not yet seen it. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll tell you what, the day you decide to put it on your calendar to watch, Karen, let me know. I will watch it as well, and we'll arguably watch it at the same time, oh. 2,500 uh, uh, miles away. Yeah, we, we can, can totally back. do that. Yeah. <clears throat> Eater Vegas is reporting that the new Bobby Flay burger restaurant called Bobby's Burgers has officially opened in the Fulton Street Food Hall at Harris and features a menu with both breakfast and lunch served until late night. Because anything can be dinner. You just got to order up what you want. Right, and it's going to exactly. be breakfast and lunch. Uh, a third location is planned to open in Paris uh, spring of 2022.
2: Yeah, I guess it's on the list to try. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that he needs three locations, but it's on
0: the list to try. Agreed, agreed. My philosophy on this, Karen, is he's... and, and it, my suspicion is he knows what demographic he's going for. You're drunk, you just want something <laughs> greasy in your tummy. Well, a and burger is great, drunk food, so yeah.
2: exa- absolutely. And you'll, you'll be won't care as much about paying you know $25
0: for a burger at that Bam! point. Sometimes you literally take the words right out of my mouth. That is, <laughs> nice. I get a little worried exact,
2: sometimes when we start thinking exact. so much alike. I know, right?
0: You should be very afraid. <laughs>
2: A man shot inside of Bally's last weekend was taken to University Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. It's unclear if there is a suspect, but no arrests have been made to date. How is there not a suspect?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. He was shot
2: inside a casino.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, you have to believe they've got all that shit on video. Maybe it's, maybe they, had, they have, hadn't apprehended him yet and they didn't want to say anything. I don't know. Yeah. It's being reported by Casino.org that the poker room at Flamingo has been closed. No word what the property plans to do with the space. Singer Trey Songs is alleged
0: to have committed sexual assault over the weekend. The singer has been cooperative with the investigation, but no other details were given, including exactly where the alleged assault took place. Mr. Songs, with a Z, was in town performing at the Cromwell for his 37th birthday. Eh, That seems unfair. It's your birthday and you got to perform. It's like, and I have to work on my birthday.
1: I know, right? I thought of that, too. (laughs) Like, let's celebrate by making you work.
2: (laughs) Another only in Vegas moment came this weekend when a fan fight broke out at T-Mobile Arena and a woman involved in the ruckus, Turk took off her prosthetic leg and attempted to use it as a weapon no injuries were reported and no arrests were made this was this was the one I read before this show that made me chuckle
1: (laughs) who
2: who like how mad
1: are you somebody caught it on video Oh, I know I saw
2: the video but it's like how mad are you that you just you're like all right fuck this you rip off your prosthetic leg you sit there and hop on one leg while you're trying to whack somebody over the head with (laughs) it what like what was she thinking
1: Beware. Blondie's sports grill and bar at the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood does charge for, I think it's ice or they charge for just being there. Like, I can't remember which one it is. The CNF fees.
2: Okay. So there was, I just want to make sure, because there, there was somebody that asked Vital Vegas again, and I don't remember where he was, but he saw, you know, a charge for rocks right. um, on his right, right. receipt. And Vital Vegas clarified that, no, you're not actually being charged for the ice but when you ask for something on the rocks, they give you a larger pour than your standard drink because, huh. like, I guess the, the 1.5 ounce or whatever you get in your standard pour looks a little wussy, so they make it, like, a whole two ounce, so there's an upcharge for it. So, Makes
1: sense. All right, so fair enough.
2: I mean, I don't know if that's what it is, but, um, yeah, there's. I would just highly advise everybody to check a restaurant or even ask Checking them. Receipts, when yeah. you because Because I, I hate to say it, there are a lot more places that are automatically just adding, just adding a service charge yeah.
1: or whatever it might be onto right. your bill. So you it, know, it would be smart if you can remember to ask them like right up front to try and address it.
2: Or even if it, I would just say, check your your bill after the fact, because yeah. it, if that's if it says service charge, then don't tip. Because that service charge is going back to... Well,
1: and they claim it isn't. Like, well, it
2: th- depends on what it is. If it, and, and check the percentage. So if it's a service charge that's like 15%, 20%, that's going back to the servers. Mm. Um, if it's like a 3 or 4% thing, that's not. That's sticking with management. Mm. So just, just, again, especially out here, you have to check your 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 bill. I mean, we have a bad habit sometimes of just, you know, they bring the bill out and we just hand them the credit card so they could go... Um, right but at least check it before you put your little tip out on there. Yep.
0: The mannequin piss statue and fountain at the D have been repaired and are once again operational. No word if the party responsible for breaking him
1: in the first place has been apprehended. It's such a bummer that that story kind of petered out and you're like, "Well, wait a minute, did they yeah, get him or not?" I know. Right. They should arrest some fuckers. Right
2: knocking over a little baby come on <laughs> it's rumored that the Oakland A's ownership is looking at three different sites to build a new baseball stadium in Las Vegas the Tropicana site is said to be high on their list because it would create a southern corridor for professional sports with the Legion Stadium and T-Mobile T-Mobile Arena
1: i like it, this idea
2: it, okay so you know that a intersection neat, between between what's the busiest with,
1: intersection in uh, in America uh,
2: Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana. Yeah. Right. So right there and within half a mile of each of those you've got three major sports stadiums, or arenas or venues whatever right. you want to call them Like it just I agree that a location on the strip makes sense. Yeah. But there's a whole shitload of open land like right north of Fashion Show Mall next to Resorts World. It seems like it would be right? pretty why, well right why there. Why don't they
1: just go to where they don't have to blow something? I I don't think they get, I don't think it's enough um land for them to yeah. be able to it'd be I, like Raider Stadium where where they got like a thousand parking spots or something.
2: Well, obviously the city of Las Vegas doesn't seem to care about that. So You're right. and it, it would be much easier to get to a baseball stadium literally on the strip mm-hmm. than it is to get to Raider, Raider Stadium if right. you can't park there. So. Right,
1: right.
0: Next up, a man was found stabbed to death in his room at Rio last week. The fight was believed to be drug related no details were shared regarding the suspect. Um. So you completely skipped over Mark there, Tony. Oh God, I'm sorry.
2: Shit. I much. Well, it was funny because I'm like, well, why is he reading ahead? And I'm like, wait a minute, I just read that one, so it was Mark's turn, so he skipped I, over. That's right, because <laughs> Tony like puts little X's
0: right by the ones that are his. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. When there's when there's a long enough pause <laughs> in
1: the conversation, <laughs> like, oh, let's do my turn. Here we go. Uh, CEO of Cirque du Soleil Daniel Lamar is stepping down from his position and giving it to the company's CFO for the past five years, Stephen Lef- Lef- Lefarve. Lafarve. <laughs> That's what I'm going with.
2: That that would be a French Canadian name. Yes. With the rise of the Omicron COVID variant, sounds like
1: a transformer.
2: It does actually. Uh, Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak announced that the mask mandate will remain in place through the remainder of the holiday season and into 2022. Ugh. I And I, I just have to say this because I'm so, I'm so used to having to wear the mask that I saw a news report today that said we're only, I think, one of 12 states that requires it. And I'm like, holy shit, we're in the minority on this stuff, which to me is weird because it... I don't know. It's just such. I don't. I hate doing it, but it's such a part of the daily life that I don't even think about it anymore.
1: Yeah, it still just bums me out. Like, there's days where I've thought about going to um, uh, uh, going to, to Red Rock or something, just play some video poker, just to get out of the house. But I'm like, oh, I gotta put that fucking.
2: Well, mask but on. I wonder if Red Rock is like most of the strip was. I mean, that I've noticed the last couple of weeks is. If you're walking into a property, they may have a guard there to tell you to, to put your, make sure you have a mask on.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Once you're walking around, nobody says anything.
1: Yeah, but my concern is I'd be the fucking guy that they would say something to. Oh, and it would just jack up your anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All I'd be doing is waiting for someone to come. Oh, excuse me, sir.
2: Yeah, but I will say I was amazed. I, I'm, I'm literally, and I, I've had to go down to the strip a couple times this week, and I have been amazed at the number of people just not. Fuck, I was at, a, I was at my chiropractor's office, mm-hmm. and there were two people that walked in, no masks on, and none of the, the like the clerks behind the desk or anything, none of them said a word.
1: Right. That's what I mean. Everybody's just tired of dealing with it. They're like, whatever. I don't care if you're violating this. It's crazy. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay Burger at Planet Hollywood will be closed now until December 10th, which is today, <laughs> for repairs and cleaning. So if you couldn't get a burger last week, that, that explains it.
2: That's some pretty extensive cleaning. <laughs> right.
0: If you had to go from one Food Network chef to a different Food Network chef, now uh, you know why. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Follow me, kids, because this is going to take a, a hot second for me to share with you. Vital Vegas is reporting that Planet Hollywood has a craps table with some new field bet options. Now, in addition to just the regular field bet, the table felt now has uh, three different sections that you can bet on. All right. So you can bet this particular section, which would be on the next roll. You're going to roll two, three or a four. And if that if two or three or four hits uh, on that roll, it's going to pay a five to one. Or you can bet the 4, 9, 10, and if that hits, it's going to pay 3 to 1. Or that third section is 10, 11, 12, and again, if that one hits uh, on that roll, it's going to pay 5 to 1 like the 2, 3, 4 did.
2: Can I ask a question before you you jump into your your perspective on this? So if it lands on, let's just say, a 4, do you get paid 5 to 1 and 3 to 1? No, or how do they decide which one you get paid then?
1: Because it depends on which part of the felt you put it on. Correct. So, so in, they my, have in my mind, the, the there's field like bet? three yes. little boxes,
0: and you're put and you're making your bet that either the one, the either the two, three, or four bet is going to pay off, or you're betting that the four, nine, ten is going to pay off.
2: Okay, I was I was thinking of it more like you know how like a roulette. Um, table right. has you know three sections so i was like well yeah you bet this third this third that third mm-hmm. and right. i'm like well how do you do that if and i wasn't picturing that there were three little boxes that had it i was just like okay well you bet the field Yeah, they like they cut the four. combat
1: area down there's a picture on there mm-hmm. but if you if you um if you cut the the uh, the combat field down and then push up right the uh the field bet you then bet they've got s- another space in there right Interesting. right
2: I don't see, you know, every so often I do get a field bet fever.
1: I don't know that I would... If you would have this high of a temperature?
2: Yeah, this one to me is... Well, because you're... Again, it's the same... It is the same way as if you bet, like, one of those three sections on roulette. You're basically hedging your bets, right? Mm -hmm. Because you only get... You get a much smaller payoff, but you've got a lot more options of numbers hitting. Right. Um me if it's you're going to bet the field just bet the field just bet the fuckers yeah there's right. more more
1: opportunity for exactly. you to actually win
2: because then I'd have like okay so let's say I, say I bet the the two three or four and it actually hit you know one of those numbers I've been like fuck if I would have just put it in the middle I would have gotten paid much more than
1: mm.
2: you know what's there in the side right oh no I guess you wouldn't would you
1: Cause no no, the no field you number. would
2: make
0: if you based on the the words you just said Karen if you would have bet the two three four Option and say two, three, four comes up. No, you'll get the five to one. If you bet the f- the regular run of the meal field, right. which is a one-to-one payout. That's a one-to-one. Okay. Exactly. Then, then you'd be like, well, damn, I should have put my money on that. Okay. So now um, this is
2: different. Now I might consider it because now you've got, if it hits one out of three and you get paid five to one,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that seems a lot better than... I mean, I, oh, I guess the difference is if you're betting the field, any of those numbers can hit and you get right. paid one-to-one yes. one versus... Okay, sorry, I'm a little yep. slow. Yep. So it's well, it's and, been a long week I'll, at work.
0: I, <laughs> I got you. No, no, I get you. And do remember that um, uh, most of the casino... Um, table, craps tables pay at least two to one on the two and the 12, and some, a few of them even right. pay, I believe, three to one for the 12 if it hits. But that's my understanding is that's pretty much gone the way of the dodo, like a, a three to two blackjack has. So, um, but all right, I believe her that. Please continue.
2: <laughs> a request to build a tiger sanctuary near the strip was brought before the Winchester Advisory Board this week for consideration. Animal rights activists are strongly opposed to the plan to open on 11.4 acres of land on Paradise Road and Sahara Avenue. Wow, that is right there.
0: Right. That's... I don't know how I feel about this. I yeah. I have mixed emotions because although, and to be clear, I am certainly no proud contributor to PETA um, for, oh, sorry, for folks outside of the United States, P-E-T-A, it's an acronym, PETA, it stands for People Eating Tasty Animals. Um, it, you know, this idea that's of harboring, that's a, that's a joke, I feel like that fell flat. <laughs> <laughs> people for the ethical treatment of animals. Um, you know, on the one hand, I want to say, no, tigers should not be in 110 degree weather in Las Vegas. On the other hand, I think to myself, well, I mean, what are you? how are you going to provide for them? Because there are, there's already a tiger sanctuary, I believe, And I think for quite a while um, Siegfried and Roy and maybe even present day Mirage has some sort of tiger I think they do Habitat
1: Tigers? I thought they got rid of the tigers
0: I'm willing to concede they may have and I may be wrong but maybe just Well the question is what happened
2: to the tigers that Siegfried and Roy had
0: because they had them on their own
2: their own compound house thing whatever it was Um, Yeah I don't know I I mean I, I want a safe place for tigers to be, but I, any wildcat, but I guess the whole tiger King drama and what you've kind of seen of how animals are treated in some of these facilities
0: makes me more than just a little bit nervous. Yeah, sure. And if that's the reason, then I'm a hundred percent on board, but I guess Vegas has had lots of different tiger sanctuaries, whether it be on the strip and because of Siegfried and Roy or, or otherwise, I guess my question, what is the answer to the following question? So why now
1: why now oh because joe exotic that's why oh yeah
2: because like going to see tigers is yeah going to
1: see tiger it would have been popular again at the mirage if they had right
2: right
1: okay fair enough thank you john legend announced that he will have a residency in vegas at planet hollywood zappos theater the show titled love in las vegas will run wednesday friday and saturday starting select dates beginning april 22nd through october of 2022 The show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at
2: $119.
0: (laughs) At Las Vegas locally is reporting that both proof of vaccination and a negative COVID test within 48 hours of the concert is required to see Adele perform.
1: Deal breaker.
2: Well, and absolutely. Absolute deal breaker. I've heard that the test within 48 hours cannot be an at-home test.
1: Mm, even if it was no. at the at home that that to me is too far it's like listen i got your two fucking shots i'm wearing my <laughs> fucking mask i am not doing another thing well for this. and
2: i just wonder like because i feel like once the residency was announced and the ticket prices went through the roof i feel like this little bit of information that you had to you know be vaccinated and have a negative test came out after the fact mm. i would have i would love to see a chart somewhere that, that showed you know, here's where the ticket prices jumped as soon as it was announced. And once this ticket, this announcement yeah. came out, it was like, and you see the line going down <laughs> right. on the, the average cost of the tickets. Cause people are like, Oh, well no, fuck no, I'm not doing that. But which they're still high regardless, but yeah. Piff, the magic dragon signed a three year extension with flamingo to remain the property's resident attraction. Piff has been a Vegas headliner for six years so far.
1: God, fucking time flies. I remember Shit when he does. first got here and I mean, I'm not that interested in him as a performer. Everyone or keeps
2: telling me we need to go see him. Uh, I he, it's a really good
1: show. I, I, I will go see him before I go see Tape Face. I just can't stand Mimes. Oh
2: my god, I love no, Tape Face. No, I
1: can't. I cannot stand Mimes. Drives me insane. Hey,
2: I, honestly, he was one act on because I do like to watch America's Got Talent like the the audition round because yeah. it's, just, it's kind of it's a entertainment version of you know the um, uh, America's Ameri- American Got Idol. Them. No American America Idol. Idol um, mm. You know auditions where you never know if they were going to be good or bad or whatever. Right. And I remember when I watched because I did watch his audition and we first came out. You're like, what the fuck? And actually, his skits were really funny. And every one of them that I've seen, I see, I saw I it. Really funny. It
1: just bothered me. It's like it's a mime. Like at least when we saw the Jabberwockies, they were dancing. Yeah, but they're still mimes. yeah which and and we've talked about this my biggest critique of that show is they when they stop just doing their synchronized dancing and mm-hmm. they just do their mime shit that drives me crazy yeah
2: I know but his is like funny stuff
1: <laughs> Skybar at Waldorf Astoria at city center charges for ice for what they call a luxury ex- experience two by two ice cubes are 250 in ice sphere. Is four dollars. Jesus, I knew someone was paying for ice this week, I couldn't remember.
0: Yikes, that's nuts. Uh, Alistair took me uh, to this, um, uh, uh, Waldorf Astoria place, Ah, and while it was a little cheated because he took me there too, so. what can I say? Alistair is a cocktail whore. <laughs> <laughs> if he thinks for one second, he can take somebody new somewhere that they've never been. They'll inevitably buy him a cocktail. Oh right? yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, and in, in, in as much as I enjoyed it and as nice as it was, um, I, I don't think it's worth going up. Th- well, let me rephrase. I would like to know what are the circumstances under which you're going to be requesting two by two ice cubes or, or an ice sphere, Because if I order a cocktail, I expect that whatever the cocktail I order will come in a glass with ice. If it's intended to have ice, some things are served up in a coupe glass or up in a martini glass. You don't have ice. Okay. That's fine. You want ice in your martini glass, (laughs) seek mental help. but you're going to, you should have to pay that, (laughs) that amount. Um, are they going to shake me up a and I'm, I'm making this up on the fly but are they gonna shake me up a, a margarita and they're gonna put it in a glass with no ice and if I want ice with it that's when they charge me I would I'd be interested because so what, um
2: yeah what if you like let's say you ordered a I don't know a scotch on the rocks and picked pick the scotch or whatever do they right. do they then charge you at least 250 right. automatically
1: no I believe right. that, I, was, I don't know I, I was gonna in, interject my thoughts on it but I don't I don't know to be honest
0: okay hmm. okay hmm. Carlos Santana has canceled all of his December 2021 performances at the House of Blues at Mandalay Mandalay Bay as he's recovering from an unscheduled heart procedure. He is expected, however, to resume his residency at the property next month. So,
2: now an unexpected heart uh, procedure is never a good thing. Mm. I concur. Marigold at Resorts World has closed after only five months on the property. Marigold was a restaurant that focused on burgers and lobster dishes. What?
1: what? I know those seem I mean, to conflict with one another. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should we be concerned? Kids is is no, this no, a um, this growing um is this some sort of canary in the in the what's that phrase canary in the in the mine?
2: No. Mine, yeah, no. no canary so, the cage, okay. but yeah, they used to carry canaries in cages down into the mines because if the canary fell over, they knew there were toxic fumes <laughs> and stuff, and they needed
0: to get the hell out. <laughs> right. So, is uh, Resorts World the uh, the poisonous
1: mine? No, I, I think this this is just growing pains. I mean, everybody okay. goes through it. Link went through it. Uh, yeah, I think they're, they're bizarre, just trying out concepts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just trying to figure it out. Eater Vegas is reporting that MGM Resorts is considering building a new hotel casino on land at the south end of the strip. The idea to add another property is so they would be closer to Allegiant and T Mobile.
2: It, it would be a good use for that busted up land. I mean, that, but the only benefit for staying there is that you would be closer to Allegiant and T Mobile. You're right. going to be way off the strip. But again, right. we, they've shown they don't care because they built Aria
1: right exactly <laughs> i'd be interested uh, to see how they uh what they do
0: i'm not going to get my hopes up on this no, but i would uh-uh. love love to see a brand new property yeah. on the strip in a new spot that hasn't already had hadn't previously been built upon right. absolutely god that'd be cool god yeah. that'd be exciting next up construction is underway at the site formerly home to the ill-fated Harmon tower <laughs> speaking of things that don't need to be built on uh, the <laughs> ill-fated Harmon Tower city center to build a four-story retail development. The building is expected to be completed and open in fall of 2022.
2: I feel like they're just trying to say like, fuck you to mega Walgreens, which is like three stories <laughs> or they're going to go four. So we're going to go four. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, former quarterback Drew Brees is one of the owners of walk-ons sports Bistro, a new restaurant opening at Harrah's in early 2022. The restaurant will open in the fa- space formerly home to Toby Keith.
1: There you go. That's what I was thinking of earlier.
2: I, you know, they so, had they had this because um, it it started in Southern Louisiana. Obviously, I think in Baton Rouge is is where they started. So I've seen it. I've never eaten there, but I know it's a like super fast growing franchise. Uh, and just the fact that you know they got Drew Brees to jump in as an investor. Right, I mean. Right. It'll be interesting to see how well this does outside of Louisiana. Right. With that, but...
0: So, I got a I got a question for you, sports ball fans. Yes. So, in the news section of today's podcast, we talked about Emmett's Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Now, we've got uh, Drew Brees being one of the owners of Walk-On Sports Bistro. Because you, good folks, are sports ball fans, I got a... The question begs to be asked, is... Are these sports ball folk that are opening up restaurants? Are you more inclined to want to go eat at these places because no they are own like this no. to me? This just seems like a very <laughs> weird juxtaposition between so, no go ahead, go ahead.
2: so think about it. Um, Papa John's is a great example, right? So back in the day, Peyton Manning bought in as a Papa John's franchisee. Um, He didn't, you know, I'm sure that he paid something to buy in, but Papa John's got a ton of press for the fact that, you know, Peyton's now doing commercials for them and all this kind of stuff. So, And then Peyton, for the restaurants he owns, um, obviously gets some income and royalty for that as well. So it's more of a branding thing. Um, and, And Papa John's, I think, is very interesting because Peyton bailed when the Papa John's founder said some really... I think I think it was racist. I think so. You know, racist shit and got kicked out of the company and and bailed. And uh, now... Okay. Well, um, well, all
1: he said was um, the... Uh, uh, ah, fuck, I can't remember what he said. Never I don't
2: remember what he said. I was pretty sure it was racist. But what's funny now is now Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, is not only a franchisee but he's also on the board and he's now in all their commercials right so they really went from they, they, one they celebrity with endorsement
1: with, with the same marketing pack package well they different because, out owners yeah
2: and and they they did it to try to change up their the image of their brand and that kind of thing right. usually when um and it's the same with the musicians like even toby Keith. One that closed and uh, Blake Shelton's got the one opening up that we talked about having a celebrity attached to it does nothing for me. See, I think okay. it, it
1: it draws people the same. It way, does the same way it draws like Gordon Ramsay's places.
2: Well, the difference to me is Gordon Ramsay's an actual chef.
1: Right, right. So if
2: he's got an in, input but, into I mean, the menu, what it's Rock doing. I Planet
1: Hollywood when they were just their the kitchen yeah, restaurants that they had. They were had. kitschy restaurants, I and mean, that's what they they were a face of.
2: Yeah, but their food wasn't. I mean, well, Planet Hollywood because it was originally owned by like um, Sylvester Stallone and
1: Bruce Willis. And,
2: yeah, they were like four or five major
1: like. Right. You know,
2: movie stars that were part owners got of it.
1: pictures of it all over the Cafe Hollywood. Yeah. In Hollywood. So,
2: I mean, it, it's to me, having a celebrity chef is a bigger draw than a sports celebrity. But I do think that having a sports celebrity um, for their diehard fan base will help draw people in mm. but that kind of goes to my what i said a minute ago was i'll be interested to see how this concept does outside of louisiana right, right because i know in louisiana especially once drew Brees signed on who is so beloved as you know after being the the saints quarterback for so long you know that's a huge draw there locally mm-hmm. um it'll be interesting to see if it's a draw here as well right I don't know if that answers you. it. Might be a really long explanation for a well, short question.
0: No, no, no. That was that was interesting to me. Listen, I'm. I, we've joked, although it's not untrue, but we've joked on this podcast that I'm perhaps ir- irrationally uh, a, a fanboy of 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 folks like say Garth Brooks and um, <laughs> Matchbox Twenty. Right. It, it's not untrue, but I'm not I'm not quite the fanboy that we've we've blown it out of you know proportion to be on the podcast. But it, but I'm willing to laugh at myself on those jokes. But my point saying is, if either of those folks opened up and, and especially with the rumor that Garth Brooks may be doing a quasi-residency um, in Vegas if 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 the Garth restaurant opened up I'm not any more inclined to go eat at that restaurant simply because it's got Garth's name on it. I want to go eat at the folks that I know from Food Network, like exactly. Giada for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because
1: I can watch Giada and say damn that that's chicky knows how to cook and and i want to that's my primary issue that i have with those food shows the competition like you you don't know you know what like like i i like doing project runway i'm liking ink masters because i can see it and i can have an opinion about it whereas with these food shows you you don't know what that food tastes like
2: so I, i agree with both of you um but for different reasons so tony i completely agree if it's somebody that's known as a chef I am much more likely to be interested than if it's a celebrity who bought into a restaurant because I also know that celebrities that buy into restaurants, they're not doing the cooking. They've hired an executive chef that's doing all the work, so you don't know what you're going to get. True. Um, The flip side of that, to Mark's point, is I am much more likely, so of the celebrity chef realm, right, I am much more likely to want to go to a restaurant where I know the celebrity chef is someone that actually came up as a chef versus like there's a whole bunch of folks now that are famous because they were on like a food network next food network star or whatever it might be I'm less inclined to be remotely interested in those people Mm. than I am folks I know that have worked you know in the restaurant industry and and however they managed to do it parlayed working in the restaurant industry into becoming a celebrity chef Mm
0: -hmm. I respect that. All right, fair enough. All right, well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up is the Go Go's are performing at Venetian Friday and Saturday, and this is this is kind of cool. And they're playing this is uh, this is an intriguing. I would be interested in doing this. They're playing December 31st and January 1, so they're playing on New Year's Eve and New Year's uh, Day. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $55. I mean, I probably only know like three songs, I the say, yeah. but I, I went agree. to see Chicago in Louisville and only recognized about three songs that <laughs> Chicago played as well and still had a great damn time. So that's, but I just, I dig those dates for me that how fun would that be? You're either ending, ending this year or you're starting the brand new year. I feel, I feel, the feel like though,
2: the folks that are buying tickets for the January 1st show are either really convinced that they're not going to overdo it on New Year's Eve. Well, it starts at 8. Or so Well, yeah, or on. they're planning on sleeping all day New Year's <laughs> Day to yes. recover before going yes. to the concert. So. Good call, Karen. <laughs> Jay Balvin is performing at Mandalay Bay Saturday, April 23rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $70. No idea who that
1: is. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic is performing at the Venetian Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, June 8th, 10th, and 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $193. Fair warning it was clarified that this would be a cut down, costumeless version of his usual show uh, and comprised almost entirely of his original songs. No parodies. Cool. De- didn- I- deal didn- break like I-, I saw he was going to be here live i'm like we totally have to go see him and then i saw that and i'm like never mind no thank you
2: didn't we report on this last like two weeks ago
1: uh no
2: i swear we did because well, i feel like wrong. we just had that whole <laughs> conversation again i think I we a- had
1: that conversation i was but having we didn't a deja okay a maybe,
2: maybe that's what it is <laughs> See, it. sometimes it blurs when we talk about stuff ahead of time, <laughs> and then you get to the show, and I'm like, I swear we've discussed this already. My apologies.
0: It, although I, I do gotta, I have to say this, kudos to him. So one person, Weird Al, has tickets starting at Venetian at oh, $193. Yeah. The Go-Go's, which is a collective group of individuals, their tickets are only starting at fifty five. Well,
2: and and the Weird Al stuff again is all of his original music,
0: yeah. right? Can yeah. you
2: name one original song of his? Right.
0: Thank yeah. you. Yeah. If I can't hear "Eat It" and I lost on Jeopardy, I, <laughs> I don't care. Bill Burr is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Friday and Saturday on the following dates. So pay attention, kids. It's March eighteenth and nineteenth, July fifteenth and sixteenth, and the shows start at eight p.m. Tickets start at forty nine dollars.
2: David Lee Roth has added four more dates to his Vegas residency at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, January 14th and 15th, and the 21st and 22nd. Shows start at 8pm and tickets start at $215? I oh.
1: cannot get over how David Lee Roth is a resident right now what? in Vegas. <laughs> Yikes. And lastly, Incubus is performing at Virgin Friday and Saturday, March 25th and 26th. Show starts at 8pm, tickets start at $93. Are you going? I don't know yet. I, I want to see what they're playing. Um, it's virgin, so I'm not excited about it. Uh, would a
2: Raising Las Vegas go with you?
1: Yeah, well, she would if I asked okay. her. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations to her and him, by the
0: Mr. Raising Las Vegas. I know. I'm so happy. Don't forget. Him. Oh, hey, by the way, I saw some of those pictures that are floating around on the interwebs. I, I think the uh, person who officiated the the ceremony was uh, beautiful (laughs) don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all of the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar which is on the blog let's check the river Like the five communal cards that you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week we have a PayPal donation from Scott Jarvis. Karen, why don't you share with us what Scott had to say.
2: Yep, so Scott sent in with his donation, a karma donation for my early Christmas present from my wife, a a December 6th trip to Vegas, staying at Circa. Well, thank you, Scott. Yes. So he's, I'm guessing he's already here then, and, and right. I'm sure that that, uh, that karma donation is paying
1: off 100% like it does. 100% of the time. <laughs> 100%. We, we, we find it baffling as well, but it's true. 100% of the time. You, you uh, Crazy how that works out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> No, that's, that's super cool, Scott,
0: and uh, thank you for sending that in. And I hope you had a really fun time at Circa. I, I, I've said this once, I'll say it a thousand times, although Circa is not um, designed for me specifically. I'm, I'm not a sports ball fan, but for folks who just dig getting to watch sports and, and in particular bet on sports, there is n- nowhere in the very few spots in the casino where you can't see those giant screens to be able to to watch your games and I have to imagine for folks who love to um, gamble on sports but they also want to go off and do other gambling while they've got that bet riding on the game no better place to, to go than uh, circuit right. and frankly and, and again we get nothing we get no money or anything from anybody uh, by us saying this. I just want to say, give Circa a try. Stay there one time. Tell me what you think of it. Yeah. I loved it, but I don't, personally, I don't need to be back. I, I'd much rather actually spend my time with the D, all things being equal.
2: Hmm, interesting.
1: Yeah. I spent a ton of time playing at Circa. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that place.
2: All right. All right. Well, you, you found a
1: way to play at Circa. Cause... Well, yes, finally. Yes. <laughs> and once I found it, I hung on to it. But I mean, if that's, that's another testament to Derek and he ended up bringing in games that, you know, he, he didn't have me as a player because of, right. Him.
0: right. Well, then I guess that's going to do it for episode number 384. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360 vegaspodcastcom You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. And you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we uh, can slap a logo on. You can do that at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written, or audio, please do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you?
1: I'm at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at
2: 360 Vegas Karen.
1: He just told you where you could find me, so until next time.